Hey, welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, say it with me, I really hope you like it. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to the end of every month. The final episode of June is here, and the reason why I love this episode so much is because in all the other episodes, you'll hear me say, without further ado, let's go to the story house with, and then I introduce our guest of the day, and at the end of every month, you are that guest, and so... I am excited to take your calls today. Some of you wrote in some stories or questions, and I get to turn the microphone around and hear from you. Hey, before we get started, though, I just want to say thank you so much for your support of this podcast. We are knocking on the door of one million downloads, and we have not even been in existence for an entire year. So uh, couldn't do this without you, without you spreading the word. Uh, you found an episode that you love enough to share it on social media. We thank you so much for doing that. Leave a review, all the things. Tell your friends, tell your family. You know what? Tell your enemies too. That could be a great way to to be a witness. <laughs> love everybody. Be kind to everybody. Everybody's fighting a hard battle. And I hope that when you come to this podcast and dedicate any amount of your day to listening to this show, that this is a place where you feel lifted up when the world might be beating you down, that this is a place where you feel like you can be reminded that there's power in your story, right? Even if the enemy is trying to tell you otherwise. That's my prayer for this podcast each and every week. And this week, you're going to get to be encouraging each other because I'm taking your calls. Now, one of the thoughts that I had was to invite you to call in and share with me how you're living a life with no what ifs. We're about to begin the summer of no what ifs. That's my song on the radio right now. How many of you saw me uh, go skydiving in the music video for What If? Uh, scariest, scary, well, one of the scariest things I've ever done, but uh, I'm excited to hear from you and hear how you're trying to live a life with no what ifs. And on that note, I want to remind you that we have a ministry called Pop We, P-O-P-W-E. And at that ministry's website, popwe.org, you can submit a prayer request if you'd like us to be praying for you. You can record and share your story there as well. Um, and, and this is the big thing that I want you to know. We're about to launch an eight-week video devotional series about living a life with no what-ifs. I filmed these a few weeks ago, and I cannot wait to take this journey with you. It's going to be powerful. And now this is just a gift from our ministry to you. So I want to encourage you to join me and thousands of people from around the world who have signed up to receive this free weekly email devotional straight to your inbox. Go to popweed.org to sign up today and you can join us for this eight-week video devo journey. And we're going to get fired up to live a life with no regrets and no what-ifs. Who's with me? Who's with me? All right, let's take our first caller. Uh, you know what? First, let me say this. Without further ado, let's go to the story house with you. Hi, my name is Leah. Um, I'm from South Dakota, and I saw that you want to know about our what, what our no what if is this summer. So mine is what if I do three if I tell three people every day why I love them. Every day, because you never know what somebody's going through, and I just, I want to love other people this summer. Not that I like don't love people, but like I just want to love extra this summer, you know. Thank you. What's up, Leah from South Dakota? Thanks for the call, and that is a great way to live a life with no what ifs. I loved your 
your disclaimer, though. You're like, not that I don't love people <laughs> in regular life, but uh, I love that you're you're taking it up a notch and being intentional. That's what I'm hearing in that. That's a great, great way. So, so one of the ways everybody can follow Leah's example is to be intentional about communicating to those around you not only that you love them, but what you love about them. And I think that's a key there, Leah, um, lifting somebody up, right? Too many times when we look in the mirror, we're focusing on what we don't like about ourselves. Lord knows that's what Satan wants to get us to focus on, you know? And so when you're pointing at somebody and you're looking them in the eye and you're saying, hey, let me tell you what I see when I look at you. Let me tell you what I love about you. Uh, that, that can make all the difference in somebody's life. So way to go, Leah. And, uh, Keep up the good work. That's a great call to start off our show. Let's take another one. Hey, Matthew. Richard Cotton here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm one of your biggest fans. We cruised with you in Alaska in 2010 and been a big fan ever since. Uh, what I try to do so that Liam may know what if life is that uh, my wife and I have three children. They're all grown now, living in separate cities. But I try to make contact with them two or three times a week and just let them know that I love them and that they are they are precious to me. And I brought those kids up with the mantra, no regrets. We wanted to live a life with each other so that we had no regrets when one day the Lord called one or more of us home. So uh, glad you're doing this podcast, buddy. Uh, come to Baton Rouge. Uh, hope to see you soon. We'll feed you some crawfish. Bye-bye now. Gosh, Richard, getting me choked up here, man. What a great call. Thanks for calling from Baton Rouge. Thanks for the offer for some crawfish. I will take you up on that, my brother. And what the listeners just got to hear, including myself, is uh, the voice of a dad who clearly loves his family and... You know, so I, I'd say for anybody out there right now, okay, let's, if we're taking some notes today, how to live a know what if life, we're starting off strong with Leah and Richard both communicating the importance of communicating and not saving words that could be spoken today, not putting that off until tomorrow, being intentional with those around us, letting them know how we feel about them, what we love about them, and then in Richard's case, reaching out to his family. And uh, just being intentional about letting them know that they are loved and that they are precious. That is such a key way to make sure we get to the end of our lives with no regrets. I think too many times we take for granted the ones who are closest to us. And we live as if they will always be close to us. But I'm watching it in my own life right now. How fast my daughters are growing up and I'm counting the summers, you know. Back when they were first born, you know, the thought was I'd, I'd have 18 summers, Right. 18 summers and that number's getting smaller and smaller and I'm trying to soak it up. And one of the ways we can soak it up with our family and our loved ones is say the words that need to be said. It makes me think of a moment in my interview with my dad for that special Father's Day episode of the podcast where he shared about his final words that he spoke to his brother Jim before his brother was killed in Vietnam. And um, take a listen to this. Let's talk about Uncle Jim, Yes, your older brother, which is a big part of your Blue Couch story, right? Yes, yes. I was uh, 17 at the time, a senior in high school. 
my brother Jim, along with my brother George, they went into the service. It was the Vietnam War, and my brother Jim got sent to Vietnam. My brother George got to stay in the in the states, and it was December sixteenth, nineteen sixty seven that we got news that he was killed uh, in a truck mishap and over 90% of his body was burned. And uh, so that moved me. Uh, God used those moments to, you know, at that time I made a total commitment to Christ and said, uh, if you're Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. uh, If you just get me through this moment. And I happened to, before he left for Vietnam, when he was home for the last time, the last thing we did is I, we had a fight. That was the thing that stuck in my mind that we had a fight. And those were the last words. So again, another powerful message, be careful of the words you say, it could be the last one. Just so you speak. had, a, you had a lot of guilt. over. Oh that. yes. Yes. And yeah. were you, was there a moment like, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it was like for the family, you know, going to Uncle Jim's funeral. Was that the moment where you prayed that prayer to the Lord? Yes. Our pastor shared uh, a message of salvation, shared how he read a letter of my brother Jim of how he would write a letter to my mom and at the end say, God is still on the throne, and that it, while he was at, at war. so But it was at that moment, and that was December 23rd, two days before Christmas, we were at the church for my brother's funeral and cold Iowa winter day, and uh, I remember it all, but that's where my life totally changed. If you get a chance to and you haven't already, go back and listen to that entire conversation with my dad, Reverend Joseph West. It was a great episode and uh, give you even greater insight as to where I come from. That was the June 16th, 2021 episode. So check it out. And thanks to my dad, as always, for being such a big part of my life, a big part of our ministry. And uh, he's the best. He's the best, isn't he? All right, let's take another call. Hi, this is Erica Corum calling from Wisconsin. And um, I saw your what if um, challenge, I guess, on Instagram. And my husband had a really awesome idea for the summer. And we actually already have everything ready and started for it and we're going out and we're going to pray for every single house in our town and um, we have little pamphlets that have the gospel message on them and they will hang right on the doors of the people's house after we pray for them. Um, we're not going to knock on their doors or anything. We're just going to spread a little hope in our area um, after such a crazy year, but thought I would just share that. I thought it was a pretty cool idea that Max had. So have a great day. Bye. Okay. That's amazing. Erica, thank you so much for the call and for sharing about what you and your husband are doing. You're stepping into action to change the world around you, starting with the world right outside your door. But action looks like prayer. It makes me think of this quote by D.L. Moody. He said, every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Think about that. I'll say it again. Every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Too many times we think that if we're going to do something, it's going to require us to do something, right? And uh, in this case, Erica, you're reminding all of us that prayer is a powerful and essential way to live a know-what-if life. And I love the theme that these first three calls have. 
you're all talking about living a know-what-if life by thinking about somebody other than yourself. And it's just powerful. So thank you for that call from Wisconsin. And I'm going to be praying that you will see a great movement of God in your town because the Bible reminds us that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective, right? It's not weak. It's powerful and effective. So God's going to answer your prayers. And I'm excited. I want you to call back again and share some of the victory stories as a result of your commitment to be praying for your town. Man, that fires me up. Come on. By the way, I can't wait to get to Wisconsin. I'm going to be playing Life Fest in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. There's no better place to be in the summer than Wisconsin. Of course, they've got mosquitoes bigger than your head. So I got to watch out for that. But uh, thanks for the call from Wisconsin. Hey, Matthew. My name is Ryan Case, and I am from West Melbourne, Florida. And I just want to thank you so much for your podcast. I started listening to it when the pandemic uh, was about five months in, in August when you released it. I am a food delivery driver, so I always look forward to your podcast every week, and it always gives me encouragement. My question for you today is, uh, the Lord put on my heart a call for worship ministry, and I am following that call, but I was just wondering what advice you have for those that are pursuing worship ministry. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks for the call, Ryan. My man, driving that food delivery truck, listening to the Matthew West podcast. That is pretty cool. The thought that I'm talking to you right now, and you're in your truck, and you're hearing your own question, kind of makes me smile, dude. And I love your call, because even though you're not calling to tell me uh, how to live a, a know-what-if life, right? You're actually, your question is a great example of how to pursue a life with no regrets and no-what-ifs. And I think this is a really important call from you, my brother, because here's why, here's why. You feel a call from God on your life. Now, Jeremiah 29, 11, what does it say? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. P- plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And two verses later, it says, and you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so, listen, if you feel a a call from God on your life to be involved in worship ministry in some form or fashion, then that is a legit call, all right? Because God has plans for you, and he promises that he knows the plans he has for you. And so, even though you may be driving a food delivery truck today, God has plans for you tomorrow that might look different than today. And so your question is, well, what are some of the next steps? Here's what I would say. Let your answer be yes. All right. Now, what I mean by that is do not overlook opportunities to be used by God because you think they may be too small. The Bible talks about not despising our small beginnings. In fact, I'm going to look up that scripture right now because I think it's a good scripture for you to hear and for us all to hear right now. Let's see. Here it is. Zechariah 4.10 says, do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. How cool is that, man? That means the work is beginning right now for you just because you're feeling the call of God on your life. And so I would just encourage you, small beginnings can look like getting plugged in at a local church, right? Getting plugged in with their worship team. If you play an instrument, you know, be sure to be having your daily quiet time and be writing in your journal and asking the Lord for inspiration. Write from your heart, write truth. Dare I say, let the truth 
be told. And then I'm going to tell you, and I've said this so many times, but some of my favorite worship experiences were not in front of thousands of people, but they were in front of small groups. You know, as a kid, my dad taught me that lesson in a powerful way. And you know how? He would take our entire family to the senior citizens' homes in our town. True story. And some of my first opportunities to lead people in worship and to see God move was by showing up in the afternoon at this senior citizen's home. Or later on in life, like now I'll go play the Wisconsin State Fair, but I'll get the opportunity to go to the Milwaukee Correctional Facility first and sing for the inmates. And I'm not going to tell you which experience was the most powerful worship experience. I'll let you fill in the blank, but I'm just telling you, do not despise small beginnings. So here's what I want you to do, buddy. I want you to call back to the show and I want you to give me updates about the small beginnings, small steps you can take, small leadings where you can feel God opening a door for you and you choose for your answer to be yes. There was an old Jim Carrey movie called Yes Man. And uh, the premise of the movie was funny. I, I don't recommend the lifestyle that he entered into, but you know, he kind of got like went to this motivational speaker and the whole this this guy was kind of a, a sham. But he his whole thing was encouraging you instead of saying no, just say yes to everything. And of course, Jim Carrey's character goes overboard, and says yes to everything. And then he gets his life in a total and complete mess. Maybe that's a horrible analogy now that I think about it. But listen, when God's calling you to do something, yes is never the wrong answer. All right. So God bless you, Ryan, man. Thanks for calling and don't be late delivering that food in the meantime. All right. Don't despise those small beginnings. God's got big plans for you and they often start with small beginnings. I love it, man. You see why I love this show every month, you guys? Come on, let's get fired up. Who's fired up right now? You guys are firing me up. Hey, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you've probably heard myself and many of the guests that I've had talk about how we know the importance of having support in our lives. And sometimes that support can come in the form of counseling. I've learned myself that I can't make it through this life on my own. I've got to have some support around me. And that's why I want to tell you about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You get to connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. Now, this is not self-help. I've tried self-help, and listen, I can look within for the answers all day long, but I know that I need Jesus, and I need the help of some awesome people around me who are going to lift me up, encourage me, and help point me in the right direction. So this is not self-help. This is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. You get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches for you so they make it easy and free to change counselors if that's ever needed it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available the service is available for clients worldwide there's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas they've got licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression stress anxiety relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, the list goes on. If you've got an area of your life where you're struggling and you want to see a breakthrough, I want to encourage you to check out BetterHelp. Anything you share is confidential. This is convenient, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials posted daily on their site. This is not a crisis line. 
This is BetterHelp. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Listen, I'm talking about BetterHelp because I want you to start living a happier and more fulfilling life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com MWP. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com MWP. Matthew West, I'm Zoe, and I'm from DeWitt, Michigan. I'm 11 years old, and I just want to thank you. I've been listening to your podcast while going on bike rides. I was, have food allergies, and I was diagnosed with EOE, which makes me get rid of some of my food, some different allergies. So I've been avoiding a bunch of different allergies, like milk, and I might have to try it anew. new. Um, I just want to thank you because sometimes I feel like giving up, and your songs and your podcast just make me just kind of gives me the feeling to keep going and believe that something's going to happen and God's in control. Um, thank you so much. Bye. Hey, Zoe, thanks for the call, sweetheart. And I'm so sorry that you're having to go through that. It sounds like you're dealing with some really bad allergy stuff, and that is no fun. And I know I know that sometimes it, it feels like it's too hard to to face the battles that we have in our lives. And we've all got different battles, you know? And I love that you are being encouraged on your bike rides by listening to this podcast. And I wanted to make sure that I featured your call because maybe you just needed to hear this message today. Maybe you're listening on a day where you're especially discouraged about what you have to deal with. And I just want you to hear loud and clear this message, okay? You are awesome, okay? And God loves you. And he promises to give you strength. Now, when you open the Bible, you get to read about a God who says that when your strength is gone, his strength is perfect. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. And as much as we wish we didn't have any weaknesses in our lives or any problems, guess what? It's in those exact weak spots in our lives where God gets to show us just how strong he is. I hope you remember that today and on the days when you get the most discouraged. Thanks so much for listening. Round of applause for Zoe, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait a minute. Let me get my applause app on my phone. I don't have an app on my phone. I'm not that insecure, but let me get it real quick. Hold on. This is for you, okay? Okay, I found it. Here we go. Here we go. That's for Zoe. The crowd goes wild for Zoe. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, you know what I want to do? I want to travel back to a funny part of the conversation that I had with my friend last week, Dustin Nickerson, who is an amazing comedian. He's got a brand new, well, he's got a special on Amazon Prime, a comedy special, but he was telling me about his viewpoints on cookies. And. <laughs> This just made me laugh, and I needed I needed some laughs this week. It was a tough week, so uh, let me see here. Let me find this clip. So this morning I was listening 
to the latest thing you posted on YouTube. And uh, it was about uh, eating healthy or it was or the choices in life <laughs> or being happy. <laughs> and I was like, I think he and I could be friends because when you started talking about Thin Mints, <laughs> I was like, all right, we could be friends. We don't even have to say a word to each other. I, I would imagine us sitting in the same room and eating an entire sleeve of thin mints which you gave a different name to. <laughs> right yeah the i don't you don't just stop with one you 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 combine them into a super thin mint which is referred to in our home as a thick mint, thick mint. <laughs> and it's uh yeah i posted that that was a, a bit of an older joke but like i posted it and that that also had my a reference to my affinity for blizzards in it which i don't know if you know this but they have become one now dairy queen has released a thin mint blizzard are you kidding me <laughs> is it now is it everything you dreamed of? have you tasted it oh and and more so yeah wow. it's one of those things that uh you just you don't want anyone around while you're having it because of the shame <laughs> No, 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 because I don't, it's me in the blizzard. Oh. I don't need to share this with anyone. So you're not a There's shame. There's no shame. <laughs> There's no, 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 no. It tastes better alone. It just, it tastes better. It's just a special moment for you and you just need to be by yourself. Yeah. Maybe I just need some breaks from my children. Because <laughs> that, that sounded grim in its own way. Like, don't talk. Just let me have That it. seems like a commercial that you should write for Dairy Queen, which is the parent escaping saying they're running errands and then they're just sitting in the parking lot like indulging in that Girl yes Scout blizzard. yeah and it's the equivalent of like the old stereotype of you know a guy comes home with the woman's lipstick on her on his on his <laughs> yes, collar yes. and you come home with butterfinger <laughs> blizzard crumbs where have you been where have you been <laughs> Have you been, have you been dairying without me? That's like a that's that would be a cousin commercial to uh, Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing? You, or yeah, like, you know what I mean? absolutely. That whole like uh, suspicion of uh, of cheating or infidelity. Yeah, but it's cheating on your children is definitely getting ice cream without them. <laughs> funny, funny guy. He's coming to Nashville actually, and my wife and I are going to go see his show. Super pumped about that. Dustin Nickerson. Go back and check that episode out when you get some spare time. All right. I think we might have. Let's see here. Let us take another call, my friends. Hi, Matthew. My name is Elizabeth Holthouse. I am from Celeryville, Ohio. What I'm doing to live a no wedding life is being on phone call Bible studies with people who have special needs. It has been so amazing to see how God has worked in my life and being able to be on these Bible studies because I have been blessed by how accepting they are to be able to accept me for who God created me to be. Your music is also an inspiration in my life. Thanks for the call, Elizabeth. You are amazing. And I want to thank you so much for your support. I love what you shared. And there's a big takeaway in what you just shared for all of us to consider. If we want to live a know-what-if life, we cannot do it by ourselves. We need support. We need encouragement. We need community. And Elizabeth, I'm going to tell you, uh, my tendency when I'm going through a tough time is to shut down and isolate. 
And the enemy wants that to take place, but we need each other. And so the fact that you found a great Bible study and like you said, that they can let you come as you are and, um, and see you for who you are. You were made in God's image, just as you said. And I hope you will always believe that, that God made you just the way that you are and he has big plans for you. And I want to encourage you, go back to your Bible study. You tell them Matthew West says hello and that I'm cheering all of you guys on. You know, I've got a friend um, who is doing some really great things. He's actually got his own podcast, and his name is Daniel, and he has a podcast called Special Chronicles. Now, he's founder and award-winning podcaster. Uh, He's an ambassador for the Special Olympics, and when you were just sharing about your Bible study, I thought about this guy because this guy has overcome some major obstacles in his life, and he is just doing such a great job with his podcast. And I was a guest on his show, so I want to just give a shout out to Special Chronicles. He highlights people who are overcoming special needs and disabilities to do some great things in their lives. So we are all made in God's image, and Elizabeth, you just proved that point in a beautiful way. We need each other. Elizabeth, you're awesome. Stay encouraged and keep putting God first in your life. Hey, speaking of putting God first in your life, I was deeply impacted by my conversation with Christine Kane, somebody who has decided to put God first in her life to the point of risking it all. I mean, putting it all on the line. And we had a great conversation about how she's doing some amazing work to fight human trafficking. And we got into a what if conversation. And she has this great book out, now called How Did I Get Here? And it's all about drifting in our faith. And man, I can't recommend this book enough. It is awesome. But I want to just play this little clip of our conversation because she sort of flipped the what if question on its head. And I think in a very poignant and significant way. Check this out. Talk about what if road. I I loved that stuck out to me. And I want to tell you, I just put out a song called What If? And the whole message of the song is about reaching the end of our lives with no regrets, no what ifs, right? In other words, reaching the end of the race, not asking the question, how did I get here, (laughs) right? Or I should say, maybe it's, this is the thing that strikes me is you can ask, how did I get here in one of two ways? Like when you talked about A21 and your fight against human trafficking, you talk about it with such amazement going, Lord, How did we get here to where it's this huge global thing? We just won a Tony Award. Lives are being saved. You're saying, how did I get here? But from a place of amazement. And I feel like you can ask that question at the end of our lives from a place of amazement. Look what God has done. How did I get here? Or from a place of regret. How did I get here? And the what if road is part of that equation. Can you unpack that a little bit? In the context I'm talking about it, a lot of ours has got to do with the fears because fear is what cripples us, paralyzes us, it stops us from stepping into the purposes of God. So we start with the what ifs. And, you know, I I wrote here, like, if I do this and I do what the Lord's asking me to do, you know, what if I lose my job? Or what if I never end up getting married? Or what if I don't get to finish school? Or what if I can't, you know, pay for that school? Or what if this ends up in divorce? Or what if, what if? There are so many things we don't do because we place something out in our mind 
99% of which never happens anyway. But it's like, what if, what if, what if this cost me my friends? What if this, what if that, what if that? It's like and a cousin to but God. Exactly. That's it. It's the, and you played it out. And I would say so many Christians are so paralyzed by what if. They've played these things out in that way. And until you move to an even if faith, so you're never going to do what the thing that God's put you on the earth to do because the thing is that you have to settle it. So when in mine is like, okay, well, even if we only ever rescue one person, even if it costs me my friends, even if I am ridiculed, even if I die, there's Russian and Albanian mafia, you know, even if, yet I will, like, you know, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Yes, like, yes. You, know, you can put me in the fire. God can save me. And I think in the era in which we're living, we need an even if faith, because the fact is for all of us, we're going to have to get to even if culture doesn't like it, even if society doesn't like it, even if it's my coming to that. Like yes. hundred percent. And so we need to build that faith muscle because we need an even if faith, because we're beyond the what if the what if culturally has already happened. We now need to move to a even if, and I think a lot of what we see even a lot of kind of the arguing out there on social media and whatever is actually so fear-based. People are still sort of fearful. If this happens, what if, what if? We, and I'm like, honey, you know, it's okay. We, our faith is in Christ. Jesus is this hope we have. So even if we're going to be okay, whatever that might mean, however that might, might look. And I think what we're seeing is a lot of Christians are still in a what-if phase of faith development and we need to move to an even-if phase of faith development and then there's going to be a lot less arguing. There's going to be a whole lot more Christian living and we're going to be light in the darkness. But fear is what drives what if. And I think we've seen it in every realm, you know, in the political realm and everything. Like, what if that person gets in or what if that person, what if? and I'm like, y'all, even if it's okay, Jesus is still on the throne. That's awesome. That's Jesus awesome. is still sovereign. I don't know what you're all freaking out about. I mean, I've just, you know, come back from Qatar. I've got brothers and sisters in the Middle East and in I, I spoke at a, um, you know, to 500 leaders of the underground church in China, I'm like, you know what? Even if the church is doing okay, we're okay. So I think we need, we're moving from what if to even if, whether we want to or not, it is so crucial. But you know, you've drifted when you're just living in that what if realm all the time. And you're like, no, 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 we've got to move back to even if our God will be faithful, even when our God will still be faithful. Boy, isn't that powerful? I mean, breaking through the what ifs and deciding that even if <laughs> I'm going to trust in the Lord because he's still sovereign and he is still in control. Man, I am so blessed by this podcast. I'm the one being blessed by these conversations. I sure hope you are too, but I know I am. Uh, this has just been an incredible journey and there's no stopping anytime soon. Hey, uh, speaking of stopping though, I think we've got time for one more call. Hey, Matthew, it's Ian Cameron calling from Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. Something simple I like to do to try to make sure that I live with no what-ifs is every time I'm going through a drive-thru, I want to pay for the person's order behind me because I know it only takes one person to do that to start a chain in order to see that, that happen continuously through people. You hear stories of that happening hundreds of times, but it starts with one person. So I try to do that every time, but there was one time I was going through a McDonald's drive-thru and I see the car behind me. I can't see all of it, but it's like a big Cadillac SUV. And I'm thinking, man, this guy doesn't need me to buy him coffee. And I need this guy to buy me coffee. But I said, you know what? No problem. I'm going to do it anyway. 
And they get the order, and I ask how much it is. It's like $17. And I was like, cool, you know what? Okay, Lord, I'm going to do it anyway. Let's bless them. And then it was funny because as I pay for the order, I have to wait for mine. So they actually have to pull around me, and I see this Cadillac is actually not in good shape. Along the sides, there's plenty of rust, and the door is actually a different color. And I'm like, oh, that's what I get for judging a book by its cover. But those people were really blessed by it that day, and it was a simple way live with no what if love that i love that call i love that caller and i love that story and here's what i'm taking away from what you just said do it anyway all right do it anyway there's plenty of reasons not to obey when god is putting something on our heart you guys know what i'm talking about you know what this caller's talking about right you know that feeling where you just can't shake it but the holy spirit's whispering to you talk to that person you know, pay for that person's coffee, whatever it might be, like strike up a conversation here. I'm just thinking of moments in my own life where I've just been faced with that. What if, what if, what if I step out in faith and actually do what God's calling me to do? What if it blows up in my face? But man, come on, do we trust God or not? And what you're talking about with this call is do it anyway. You're going to always have these what ifs. Well, what if it doesn't work out? What if the person thinks I'm crazy? Or in this case, you saw somebody, you judged a book by their cover and you thought, wait, you know, what if I pay for somebody's, you know, order and and they had plenty of money to pay for it themselves? You know, maybe I should deserve something or whatever. But you did it anyways. And God honored that. And I think that's really powerful takeaway. Man, I'll tell you what, this has been a great show. I needed this show, you know. Um, I'm not going to get into too much of the details, but uh, look, you know, I've made a commitment to let the truth be told in my life, and I don't know why I ever wrote that song, because now i got to live by it. (laughs) But in all seriousness, you know, I've had a hard week this past week, and um, if you follow me on social media, you would know why, but... I just wanted to close out today's show by just thanking all of you for your love and your support. So many of you have reached out on social media or through the podcast hotline just sharing with me that you're you're lifting me up, you're praying for me, and I am so thankful for you, and I am so excited for the future. And calls like the ones that we've just heard today, they inspire me, and they fire me up, and, and that's it. You know, at the end of the day... Like, we're not promised to have an easy life. We're going to all face difficulties and obstacles on our race. And, uh, you know, like Paul said, he, he said he hadn't already obtained it. He hadn't finished the race yet, but he's pressing on to receive the prize. And you know what? That's what I'm trying to do as well. And I'm going to keep my head high. I'm going to keep looking to Jesus, and I pray that you will too. And I hope this episode has encouraged you. Go back and listen to it a second time because each one of these callers brought some really great stories. And in those stories were some great lessons and some great examples of how we can go about living a no what if life. So I want to close out today's episode by just playing a little bit of this song. Let this be your summertime anthem. What if today's the only day I got? I don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. No regrets in the end. I want to know I got no what ifs. Take a listen to a little bit of this song and then we'll close it out today.
All right, guys, thanks for another great month of the Matthew West podcast. You guys are amazing. We are knocking on the door of 1 million downloads. Thanks to you guys. We're also getting close to the one-year birthday of the Matthew West podcast. Some really fun stuff coming your way. Before I let you go, make sure you go to popweed.org to sign up and uh, start receiving our day one devos. If you'd like to receive a free weekly email devotional straight to your inbox, we're about to begin the Summer of No What Ifs video devo series, and I don't want you to miss it. We've got about 60,000 people around the world receiving this, and we want you to be one of those people. So don't miss it. Go to popwe.org. And as always, you can go there if you've got a prayer need or any way that our ministry can help you. Please let us know. We love you, and we are here for you. Also, we got that new What If merch at the MatthewWest.com store. So if you want to get your uh, What If t-shirt and start wearing it proudly, go check it out. And with that, you guys, thank you for the love. Thanks for the support. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Thanks to all the callers for sharing their stories and sharing their wisdom. And remember, it's your story for his glory. I love y'all. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Seriously, I, I, I do.